You are welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The late Aminu Kanu was a highly respected politician and reformist who worked vigorously in support of democratization and women's empowerment. In his agitation for the emancipation of women, the late Aminu Kanu was the first Nigerian politician to pick a woman, Chief Mrs. Oyibo Odimadu, as his running mate during the presidential election of 1983. It is now common to see women being picked as running mates and some even going as far as taking up the mantle and contesting themselves. In the 38 years since the death of the late politician, how much progress have women made in politics? A female politician tells us more. My name is Kawa Eliakum and I was um, I contested for Kano Senatorial uh, seat in 2019. If we were to, if we were to go by the legacy of the late uh, Madam Amina Kanu, I would say that um, it had opened ways for women to participate in politics. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, um, women have not found themselves where they should be at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very obvious uh, that you know we are still struggling to be part of the system, uh, despite the fact that. Women of nowadays are more educated, more exposed, and more capable of handling, you know, the the positions out there for you know that men are taking. Uh, but I would say that in um, in my experience, uh, when I was contesting for the seat of um, Senate in in Kano State, that is Kano Senate Central, I I actually met one of his um, colleagues at that time, who wanted to see me. And what he said to me, he waited the whole day so that he could have, you know, conversation with me because he believed that from all the, you know, the things that I had discussed on radio, everything that he heard about me, I had, you know, the same principle as Madam, the late Madam Amina Kano. And so that shows you that it wasn't just Madam Amina Kano that, you know, that had that in mind, but even the people around him. If Madam Amina Kano did not have the, you know, did not have a woman around him or he was not, you know, interested in women participating in politics. I don't think his colleagues at that time would be, you know, interested in having women or, you know, uh, being part of politics. But that shows you that man waiting for me the whole day just to have a conversation with me. That man had really wanted women to be part of politics. So, yes, we are still enjoying the legacy of him wanting women to be part of politics, especially in a conservative state like Kano State. And um, we we are still struggling to, to see that, you know, everybody is carried along. Women being part of politics simply means that, you know, they would carry everybody along. And that was the legacy of Malam Aminekan. That was his principle. Okay. He believed in demo- true democracy. Okay. Yeah. So looking at politics today, now looking at the politicians today, we have today, and even the female politicians we have today, do you think any of them are living up to his legacy? Uh, you know, you know, we see a lot of politicians doing a lot of things that are wrong. But I would like to say that, you know, the women that I have seen running for offices, they have the same legacy as Madam Amina Kanu. It's just not me. It's not only me. Um, and I'll tell you why. Women are normally more concerned about the society and the communities. And that is what Madam Amina Kanu stood for. She was concerned about the less privileged. And I believe that if women were given the chance to carry on, to have the, you know, the, the mandate to be part of governance, I would think that Madam Amina Kanu, late Madam Amina Kanu would live on because we are only concerned about what is happening to our people. We are only concerned about those that don't have a voice. And that is what I believe. 
So um, we pray that we would see more women out there and they would be given the chance. You know, it's not just being part of politics, but to be given the chance to have an office so that we could really, you know, put things right. Because at the moment, things are very wrong. That was Hawa El Yakub, who contested for a seat in the Senate representing Kano Central. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Chos. We'll be going on break. www.dailytrust.com That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're talking about the enduring legacies of Malam Aminu Kanu, 38 years after his death. Before we went on a break, we established the fact that Malam Aminu Kanu was the first Nigerian politician to have a woman as his running mate in his fight for women's emancipation. Why did he take that decision? What other legacy of the late politician has endured in Nigeria? A public affairs analyst tells us more. My name is Kabirus H. Sufi, uh, public affairs analyst from Kano. No, I think Malam Kano has always been a fighter right from the beginning. If you look at his formation of NEPU during the colonial era, it was a political party that was formed mainly to, to fight for the emancipation of, of the people. And uh, that also includes uh, women's rights. That was why even in the First Republic or, uh, or during the colonial era when the Northern Elements Progressive Union NEPU was formed, uh, there were prominent women politicians from the north that were from NEPU. And it remained so. It became the, the first platform for women to participate in politics in northern Nigeria. And that was where people like Haja Gambosawaba, Haja Mumarewal, Haja Asabariza became prominent NEPU founding members. And they became, and so, so now NEPU became like a platform provided by Malam Aminukano for women's participation in politics. So, so right from the beginning, Malam has not, has been uh, not only for for the masses, but he has also been for the women. And that was what also became of his politics in the Second Republic, in the PRP. Uh, In the first dispensation, Malan had S.G. Ukoku as his running mate, Uh, but second dispensation of the the Second Republic, Malan picked uh, Mamabola as his running mate. Uh, That is also to show his readiness to to, uh, at that time to empower women and to carry women along in politics. So um, what else did he do for women aside the founding of NAPO and political 
political emancipation. Uh, NEPU became the political party that provided women with platform in northern Nigeria, and it is the same with, with PRP. Before then, uh, the women had no voice in politics, and so, so Malam's politics uh, in, in NEPU and subsequently in PRP uh, became uh, the platform for women to participate. And he has always been an advocate of women in politics. Mm. And Malam has always reached out to women, even those who were not within his political party. Uh, so Malam has, has formed an alliance uh, with Ransom Kutis and uh, the, the Kotiebos. So Malam has always uh, reached out to women from even other political parties to, to put forward uh, the issues of women in politics. Okay. And, uh, well, so far now, what other legacy did he leave behind that you would love to see politicians of today emulate? I think uh, it, there is this issue of uh, politics without bitterness, so to speak. His own political parties, especially NEPO in the First Republic, became a subject of persecution. Uh, but uh, still, Malan endured, and uh, Malan did not advocate for violence. Um, Malan still remained an, a non-violent person, uh, asserting his views wherever he went uh, without really becoming violent. So, so his own idea of non-violence, his own idea of the emancipation of, of the masses, his own idea of providing a, a platform for the youth. Uh, he had uh, what was known at that time uh, as the stars of NEPO, for example, uh, which he called the Nejumu Sawaba. He used an Arabic word to describe them because Malam sometimes had to use the, the, the language that the common man understands. So he, he called the, the youth at that time the stars of NEPO, uh, otherwise known, he called them Nejumu Sawaba. Uh, and then he even had a, a, a youth wing in NEPO, known as the Ration Samaran Sawaba, RSS. Uh, so this is all to show that Malan has, for whatever kind of people come, Malan has a platform or a place for them. So I would like to see that kind of politics that is all inclusive. Women are carried, the youth are carried along, and what have you. This is this are things that we would like to see. Uh, and Malan was a gradual person. When uh, the national politics became very heated uh, in the Second Republic, Malan tried to exercise his influence in his own area of, of influence. And he, of course, won those two states that were his major area of influence. And then from there, he intended to move forward. And then by 1983, from Kano, Kaduna, Malan has made an inroad in to Gongola state. So, mm. so this is how Malam was doing his thing, gradual. So I think uh, this is another thing that I, I would love to see in the current politics, that uh, political leaders can be also patient and gradual, like Mala Aminakano was patient and gradual. That was Dr. Kabiru Sofi speaking. According to Malam Aminakano, anyone who wants to be a leader must be the servant, not the boss of those he wants to serve. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on Bossprout.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. Or even listen on Nas FM, it's 9.9 in Yola and Unity FM, 93.3 in Joss. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comments, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 913 Or you could reach us via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Livian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.